Hi everybody and welcome to the Progressing Recruiters Lives Everywhere podcast brought to you by the Amoria Bond Group. In each episode we'll be exploring what life is like for those who work in recruitment from the first weeks of training to the life-changing success stories that can be achieved all from the people who work in this industry every single day. Within recruitment, there are no limits to how far you can progress. And we want to show you how and why choosing to work in recruitment could be the best decision for your life and your career. My name is Amy Steele. I'm the director of our renewable energy group at Moria Bond in the CMC division. And in this episode, I'm talking to Jenny Walsh, our senior talent acquisition manager. Both Jenny and I have been able to progress our careers as recruiters at Amoria Bond, and we've experienced firsthand how a career in recruitment can benefit your life. Today, we're going to be talking about what success in recruitment looks like and why you should consider a career in this industry. So Jenny, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Good. So we're going to start, we're going to take a little bit of a trip down memory lane. First of all, Tell us a bit about your background and how you came to join the business. Yeah, sure. So um, I guess I didn't have a a, a typical background in terms of education, college, university. Didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was younger. Didn't really have a career in mind at all. So I actually dropped out of college, um, didn't go to uni. I moved to America for a couple of years, working for like a family business. And then when I came back, I worked in sales. So I hadn't really worked in in sales before, but I was really enjoying it. I was doing pretty well out of it, earning decent money. But the type of sales that I was doing, I realized that there was a real ceiling in place. So I was really missing that progression element, which is when I started looking at other career opportunities because I was like, right, I really need an actual career here, not just a job. So I started looking around and like um, most people, I kind of stumbled onto recruitment and I thought, yeah, that sounds like a bit of me. Um, I think I'd be really good at that. And looking at all the the rewards, the incentives, and most importantly, the progression really, really appealed to me. I came across Amoria Bond and the most important thing to me at that time was the, the opportunity to progress within a company. So Amoria Bond's 10-step progression plan really, really appealed to me. That was the thing that I was like, yeah, I really, really, really want this. And I, yeah, started interviewing at, at Amoria Bond and um, got the job. The rest is history. <laughs> Just to, to rewind a little bit there, actually, I mean, I think a bit of a common misconception um, in the recruitment industry is that people think that you need to be a graduate and you need to have a degree, but it's, it's really not the case at all, is it? I mean, yes, of course, we do take a lot of graduates and there's certainly a lot of skills that you can learn at university that, that help you in this career. We don't actually need to have a degree in recruitment. I think that's one of the amazing things about it is that if you've got the right you know, drive, ambition, resilience, you know, you can go on to be really, really successful in this career. And I think you're, you're testament to that as somebody who didn't follow the education and the academic system, but still got into the sector and, and has done really, really well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's mindset, isn't it, over, over anything else? we say that all the time don't we 80% of this job is attitude 20% is skill and actually I think it's probably more like 90 95% a lot of the time to be honest isn't it okay so we're gonna have to talk about your interview now because your interview is one that I will remember forever actually and I was obviously lucky enough to be in it and probably the only person I know (laughs) um, who brought a prop so 
tell the listeners a little bit about that. So I was I was preparing for my interview. So I'd had my first stage interview and I, I'd secured my final stage, um, and that involved a, a presentation um, in front of you know a panel of people. So I was a little bit nervous, and I was doing my presentation and I was preparing like my notes cards and was practicing it. And I asked for some external help. So my mum's friend works in recruitment. She's had a really successful recruitment career, and she said to me, "Take a prop." take something with you for your presentation because they will remember you for that. It will really, really stand out. So I thought, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do it. <laughs> so in my presentation, I brought a sponge. So just, just so you know, a dish sponge. <laughs> and and I, I, I remember saying something along the lines of, like this sponge, I will soak up everything that you teach me. And um, well, it worked, didn't it? Because no one forgot me. I mean, I did get the name Sponge Girl for a while, but everyone remembered me. <laughs> they do. And do you know what? We still talk about this interview today with anybody new that joins the team, don't we? We say Jenny brought a sponge and it, and it worked and you stood out. And it's great advice, though, you know, when you, you think about when you're interviewing, you want to stand out, don't you? And, and very few people would think of doing something like that. And it was actually so, so relevant as well, which is which is why it worked. Okay, so you've joined the business. Fantastic. What was that? Seven and a half years ago, something like yep. that, I think now. Cool. So tell us about the, the next couple of years. I I got off to a good start, though um, my first couple of months definitely felt really overwhelming. There, there's so much to learn and so much to take in. I remember my first few days, I was thinking, oh my goodness, like, what have I gotten myself into here? You know what? And that's so normal <laughs> as well, isn't it? You know, it that. Is. And I don't think there's anyone who started a career in this industry that says that it was a breeze at the beginning, because it just isn't. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot of hard work, but I started really getting into it. I had a lot of training and a lot of support. I started doing placements, really throwing myself into my market, you know, becoming a market expert. Um, I got my first promotion in just under six months. I won Rookie of the Month twice in my first six months as well, which I was really, really proud of. Um, and it was all going really well. And, you know, it was definitely a lot of hard work. And like I said, very overwhelming in those first few months. But it's almost like the penny drops and you, you know what you need to do and you just got to keep working hard to get there. You've touched on a couple of the challenges there. And, and I think that's somebody that whether you're new to the sector, you're in recruitment already, everybody will be able to, to relate to that. You know, there's a reason why not everybody does this job because it is so rewarding, but it is really quite difficult at times as well. So how did you overcome maybe some of these challenges or hurdles that you were experiencing earlier in your career? Yeah, I think um, I think the biggest hurdle, first of all, I guess that I came across is that I wasn't really a natural at business development, but I was, I was given so much support. Um, we got an incredible training function so I had role plays, obviously support from my manager, you know, and I had coaching sessions as well. So that those desk coaching sessions really made a huge impact on my overall business. Those early sessions that I had, I can't express the value that they added to me. So I, I always remember them really fondly because even though on the days that I had them, it made me feel uncomfortable with someone, you know, coaching me and listening to me and helping me. But every single time I had those sessions, it put me out of my comfort zone and pushed me to be better because I was so conscious that I wanted to do well at it. And it really got me loads of good results. So it really started getting me in the habit of pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And I think that's something I realized early on was something that I had to 
get used to. I had to get used to being uncomfortable because that's when the best things happen to you at the edge of your comfort zone. Um, and I think ultimately the, the main reasons and the main things that helped me overcome challenges and hurdles was just the mindset. I just You just have to make an active decision that you're going to do it. So without that mindset, it, it can be very, very challenging. So in order to get to that mindset of, right, I just need to go and do it, I then had to think about my why. So my big main reason as to why I was doing this every day and my goals, and we were really big on, on setting really clear, really smart, short-term, medium-term, long-term goals. And those were the things that were most important to me. So it was my, my goals and my ambitions and, and those types of things that were driving me day to day. And also looking around you and looking at all the people around you who are so successful and achieving what you want to achieve and you getting support from them and learning from the best and those are the things that that really helped me overcome the challenges that I had. Yeah thank you for sharing that I think there's some really really useful for lessons there and I think the first thing to highlight just linking back to what you were saying about about training is recognizing that people do learn in different ways so it's really important that when you are mastering the job which ultimately everyone will have to do is that you look at different tools to do that it's not just about theory it's not just about getting on the phone actually there's so many different ways of learning and different styles that suit different people it's okay if one thing doesn't work for you quite as well as another but it's about adapting to that looking for the right resource that's going to allow you to 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 learn and progress that's really interesting and as well just just linking to what you were saying about the why and setting goals I think that's something that obviously we do absolutely loads in 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 Amori Bond and we know that you know everybody's got their vision boards on their desk we talk about goals every single month whether it's in monthly reviews or one-to-ones whatever it might be but that's something you can just apply to life really isn't it you know if you're if you've got that why and you're working towards something whether it's a fitness goal, saving money, you know, it really does make it far easier. And I guess it would encourage the listeners really just to do that in life in general. You're going to achieve more if you set smart goals that are attainable that you can hit. And then when you achieve them, you feel so good about it as well, don't you? So I think that's probably more of a, a life tip as well as a recruitment one as well, isn't it? So thank you for that. So lots of challenges as expected overcame a lot of those. Tell us a bit about your career highlights then, because I know there's been many. I started moved into management and which was really tough but rewarding so obviously you're focusing on your own business but as well as helping trainees build theirs from scratch that that was really really exciting um challenging but like I said very rewarding and then I was actually also given the opportunity to work in the training and development team which I did for about a year and I absolutely loved it um I I I think you know I I spent a year doing that and it was really amazing learning all the different coaching techniques um, and, and helping people progress their careers as well. So that side of it was was incredibly rewarding. But ultimately, I missed the thrill of sales. So I actually did then move back into a sales role. But what, what I could say is that, you know, T&D made me a, a better manager. Um, I was really lucky to have um, external training for, for the L&D side in terms of how to, to be a good coach and how to be a good teacher. And that ultimately just made me a better leader overall. I have to say, I completely agree as well, actually. And, and I guess the advice isn't do training and then come back into sales. Really, it's just about self-development and always looking to improve because I saw the difference 
in you when you you came back into sales your confidence was higher but your communication style the techniques that you were implementing it was you really came on so much as a salesperson because you'd had that dedicated time so if you are passionate about learning you know whether it's reading books watching videos online you know clearly it's going to play a massive part in your career and your development so it's really important that people take the time out to invest in themselves as well as doing the job and we know how busy this job can be and it's really easy for that to slip to the bottom of the pile of priorities but actually it's so so important isn't it I think you're a really good example of, of somebody that, that's done that and, and then that, that year as well and um, so the year that I did L&D was um a particular highlight at the end um because I won the company-wide profess award so the, the person who displays the, the values most in the business so I was I'd say that's probably actually one of my entire career highlights. I was so thrilled with that. It was amazing. That is really, really hard to do as well, by the way. You know, that is a company-wide award, nearly 200 people in the business. Everybody is eligible. And I think that is such an incredible achievement and testament to you as a person and your investment into this business because our values stand above everything. Moving forwards then, you've recently been promoted. So you started in recruitment, you went to L&D, you then became a sales leader. Tell us about your new job as um, a senior TA manager. So I'm responsible along with the TA team for looking at new and exciting talent to join our business. Um, I really, really love what I do because it means I get to speak to so many people from different backgrounds and, and something that's really, really important to us in the business and a huge priority is, is working on our diversity programme as well. I think, you know, I, I came into this because Amoria Bond really play to your strengths and really consider your motivations and your job satisfaction. So naturally, as a sales manager, I was really, really involved in internal recruitment. And it's something that I feel very passionately about. So I was approached by the business to take a senior role within the talent acquisition team um, to help with our ambitious growth plans and I'm, I'm just so pleased to have been given this opportunity it's so exciting so exciting and I know you're going to do an absolutely amazing job as well so this this podcast is all about progressing lives just how has your career at Amoria Bond progressed your own life I think I've been able to achieve so much more than I ever thought I'd be able to like it's absolutely incredible like you know from a personal perspective I was able to buy my own property by the age of 30 which was a massive massive goal of mine holidays are a massive thing for me and that's where I um, spend most of my money <laughs> so I've been able to go to some mega places I've been to Vietnam Singapore Malaysia Sri Lanka go on a skiing trip every single year big skier love it that ultimately it's the, the financial freedom that I experience. It's that stability and, you know, feeling financially free. But I think I think that the, the biggest thing for me is just the personal satisfaction with the job that I'm doing. You know, I feel really valued. I really love what I'm doing. I'm just really proud of the progression that I've I've had. So, you know, that's that's the biggest, biggest thing for me, definitely. You've progressed so much as a person, as well as all these lifestyle goals as well, which it's incredibly rewarding to, to see from my side as well. And, you know, it's great. So finally then, to, before we start to close this off, Jenny, it's been amazing talking to you about all of this. What would you say to, to the listeners are the, your most important tips for becoming a successful recruiter? Most important, 
listen and learn from others so you're you're going to be given um a lot of opportunity to to learn not just necessarily from the training team or your manager but those those around you you'll be surrounded by people with lots of experience so i think the biggest thing that i really had to do was just to take on board everything that was said to me and try and apply it it's great you know learning something but unless you apply it and actually follow through with it it's a little bit pointless so I think that's the most important thing really listen to the advice that's being given to you and don't be afraid to make mistakes and to fail that that's where I learn most um you know if you're you make mistakes you generally feel the pain of it and you don't do it again and that's what makes you better and it makes you better quicker I'll never forget one time earlier on in my career and I'd done a couple of deals and I'd secured a spot on the monthly lunch club. And I came into work that Friday morning, all dressed up, ready to go at lunchtime. And I came in to the news that I'd had a dropped deal, a dropped placement, because um, the client found out that my candidate actually had a holiday booked for the week after they started. Um, and I had no idea. It's I, di I didn't know that. And so... I, it meant that I didn't get to go on lunch club that day. You know what? Ever since that happened, I have asked every single candidate I've ever spoken to what holidays they've got booked, even during the pandemic. I was like, so have you got the holidays booked? You know, but that, that's the thing. You've got to, you can't be afraid to make mistakes and you can't be afraid to fail because that's what makes you stronger and it's what makes you better. Yeah, and knowing your goals and knowing your why is really important because if you've got a really clear vision and um, a really clear reason as to why you're doing what you're doing and it's really measurable and the really smart goals, then that's, that's you know, that keeps you really motivated. And, you know, most importantly, just never give up. It, it You know, it can be really tough, but it's incredibly rewarding and that far outweighs, you know, any of the challenges. Yeah, I have to say I, I agree. It, it... Honestly, how many times have we seen it where somebody has joined, you know, maybe not got the success that they wanted in the very, very early days and decided it wasn't for them. And then the week after they leave, you know, a client will call in with a load of vacancies for them to fill and they just missed out if they just hung on a little bit longer. So I think that resilience piece and never giving up is is a really nice one to, to end it on, actually, because it is just so, so important. Like we said at the beginning, so much of this job is about attitude and mindset. Skills-wise, we can teach anybody how to do this job. Um, it's not easy, but you can learn it. But actually, it's your mindset, your resilience, your persistence, and that desire to just always, always want to do well that will, will mean that you'll be successful. So, Jenny, thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing all of these tips. It's been fantastic to talk to you. I really hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. This has been the Progressing Recruiter Lives Everywhere podcast. And hopefully you've all got some excellent tips, things that you can put into practice and you're inspired to start your career in recruitment. Thanks, everybody.